0: No one else is you. So being you is your superpower. So that's what gives you the edge. That's what makes you different from everyone else is that you're you. So don't forget to put your you-ness out there. If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't wanna just go to work, I wanna do my life's work, this is the show. This is the show, don't keep your day job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? Thanks to Carbon 38 for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Carbon 38 is a luxury activewear and ready-to-wear brand designed by and for the modern woman. Transition effortlessly from studio to street or from workout to weekend, from leggings, sports bras, and swimsuits to sweaters, shoes, and dresses. Carbon 38 offers a wide variety of pieces. Right now, my listeners can receive 20% off your order by going to carbon38.com and using my code DREAMJOB. Don't Keep Your Day Job is supported by Grammarly, the communication tool that helps improve your writing for every occasion. You can start writing more confidently for work, school, and even on the go. It's a great way to double check all your important documents. 76% of surveyed premium users now find writing more enjoyable. Get 20% off Grammarly premium today at grammarly.com dreamjob this episode of Don't Keep Your Data was brought to you by Casper, a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. Get 50% off select mattresses by visiting Casper.com slash DreamJob and using promo code DREAMJOB at checkout. Hey guys, this is Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. Oh my gosh. So can you guys believe we got featured on Apple last week and we were up to the number two business podcast. Isn't that nuts? It's amazing. And it was such an incredible thrill. And I want to say thank you to Rachel Hollis because she uh, has been number one and she has been inspiring me and she makes me work harder and she's going to be on the show soon too. So I'm looking forward to having her on. And I just, uh, I I really appreciate people who do such good work in the world because I feel like it just makes me want to be better. Um, Anyway, thank you guys for leaving us reviews. It has helped us stay on top of the charts. We really, really can't thank you enough. And I would really appreciate if you love this episode to share this with a friend of yours and please leave us a review on iTunes. It takes like two minutes, but it will help us stay in the top 10 and maybe even will become number one, which would be amazing. And I think we totally can do it. This tribe has incredible enthusiasm and we are here and we are creating a movement and I want people to know and I want people to be a part of this. It's such an honor to serve you. I feel like the thing every human being wants is to feel seen and to feel like they do something that matters and you guys do that for me and I hope that I am here doing that and getting through and helping you see that you are so significant and this is so possible and I hope that I'm getting you to have a little more courage to be messy and explore. So whether you've been with us for the past 20 months or 20 weeks or maybe you just found the show this morning, I love you all and I plan on continuing to serve you to the fullest extent that I can. So today we're going to talk about how do you actually quit your day job? How do you do it in a way that doesn't make you anxious? How do you do it in a way that's actually helpful as opposed to harmful? And this is really part two of what they don't teach you in school because we're not taught this stuff. We're really taught to color in the lines, right? So I wanna talk to you about what are the essential things that you can be doing now and why it's actually helpful that you have a day job. And maybe this episode will give you some practical advice and things that you can start working on so that instead of like just like dreading going to work, you can see it as a positive and use the time you have now actually to really do the stuff that you need to do anyway. And I hope by the end of this episode, you're going to see all of this as a big blessing and you're going to get to work and it's all going to be good guys, I have amazing news. So you know, I'm doing this live event, October 4th and 5th, which you guys can still get tickets to. In fact, if you go now to the show notes, or if you go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com backslash workshop, you can get tickets. It's October 4th and 5th. And here's what's so cool. So many people are going to be joining me at that event to do some keynotes and we're going to have masterclasses. Plus we're going to do some one-on-one mentoring sessions. So here's one person who's going to be there. In addition to me is Matthew Del Negro, who was on the Sopranos. He was on Scandal. He's so smart. He's so generous. He's gorgeous. And he has a podcast called 10,000 No's. He is so inspiring. He has gone through so much rejection. He stayed in it. He persevered. And he's amazing. So sweet. He's going to be there. There's also going to be other incredible entrepreneurs and creative human beings there, some of which you've heard Interviewed on this podcast. So it's going to be an incredible live event, October 4th and 5th in Los Angeles at the Hudson Theater. And if you go to check out and use the code DREAMJOB30, you can get 30% off your ticket. It's going to be so much fun. We'll get to spend two days together. And I promise you're going to leave there feeling so fired up, so ready to rip it open. It's going to be a life changing two days, not just for you, but for me as well. And there's going to be an incredible group of human beings there to inspire you and help you get feedback around your ideas and help you really figure out what the next steps are. It'll change your business, it'll change your life, and it'll make the next several months so much more productive. I hope to see you October 4th and 5th. You can get your tickets and you can use the code DREAMJOB30 to get 30% off. Also, in the show notes, we made you guys a worksheet this week. All of the important things that we talk about on today's episode on how to quit your day job and some of the essential steps you have to take are gonna be in that worksheet, which you can download. Plus, it's gonna give you guys some room to answer some questions. to just help you sort of put pen to paper and see if you can start to figure out what your next steps are gonna be. So if you wanna grab that cheat sheet, you can go to the show notes on iTunes and you can grab the cheat sheet there, or you can find it. I'll be posting it on the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook page and the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. Okay, before we dig into this Let's say thanks to one of our awesome sponsors. So, the question is can your workout clothes double as your outfit for a night out or even for work? Carbon 38 is a luxury activewear and ready to wear brand designed by and for the modern woman. You guys, I love Carbon 38. I have these pants. I'm obsessed with them. So much so that my friend Karen just texted me the other day a photo and she's like, are these the pants? And I was like, oh my gosh, you shouldn't have bought them because they were going to sponsor my show and I could have gotten you uh, a code for this 20% off. They're amazing. Every time I wear them, people are like asking me and I literally, no joke, lived in them for four straight days last week. Carbon 38 is your one-stop shop for all your favorite activewear designers. Best sellers include dresses, leggings, like their super cool Takara leggings, which are the ones that I got sports bras, and fashion forward tops. The Carbon 38 signature collections are made of activewear fabrics, for performance, functionality, and fit. There's free returns within the US. Carbon38.com offers new arrivals from top brands every day. And right now my listeners can receive 20% off your order by going to carbon38.com and using my code dreamjob. That's carbon38.com promo code dreamjob for 20% off your first purchase. You guys are going to love this. I promise. All right, now onto the show. So first of all, In school and growing up, I feel like we're taught that only practical things are possible. And people talk to us about what do you want to do when you grow up? And you hear people raise their hands and say, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a dentist. I want to be a teacher. But there's not a lot of encouragement around out of the box thinking. You know, we all know that Einstein, he was like this genius, obviously, and he was like kicked out of class. Like there's not a lot that's designed to help people really explore and be messy. Um, I think people are uncomfortable with the unknown. And so we try to protect ourselves from not not having an answer, but sometimes not having an answer is really a blessing because it allows us to pause and get into that sort of like beginner's mind and and see like what really is there and what really what really does speak to me. And so I think that one of the coolest coolest things that that's happening right now at the stage in life that we're all in, being on the planet in in this year two thousand eighteen, is that. There is so much that's possible and you can create an incredible business out of anything that you're truly passionate about without having to go work for somebody else, without having to sit at a desk. There's so much that you can do and ultimately, it's going to come down to creating a community and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But so much of it has to do with knowing what it is that you want to create, knowing who it's for and then really engaging and creating a tribe. And then, then you have an audience and now you can offer them your product, your service, your course, whatever it is. So we're gonna talk a little bit about how do you do that? But I first just wanted to really show you what is possible. Part of the reason that I have all these people on week after week is because I want you to see it. I want you to see it modeled. I want you to see that people have left their day jobs and now are making multi seven figures from doing pottery. I want you to see that people left their day jobs and started making lipstick or shoes or coffee grinds. And they're now making multi six figures that turned into seven figures from doing that, which I just said before, knowing what it is they want to create, knowing who it's for, and then figuring out how to engage and create community around that tribe and then offering them that thing that they have to give. So first of all, I just wanna say that some of the reason that people never even begin is because we have a fear of failure. But in the real world, you're not graded. In fact, your failure is actually a step in the right direction. So once in a while, when you start to get like consumed with all these thoughts, I want you to ask yourself things like, is this really going to ruin my life for the next 10 years if I mess up right now? Or is it really true that no one will like me or that I will ruin my reputation? I feel like one of the biggest misconceptions is that we think everybody's thinking about us all the time people are obsessed with themselves. So there might be a moment where somebody's sitting having coffee and she's like, oh my God, Julie, did you see what Kathy did on Instagram? She tried to start this business. Oh my God. And then she made such a mistake. First of all, she had typos. Second of all, she went live. She didn't know she was live and her baby came running in the room. And then when she released her product, it was like, terrible nobody was interested so they might talk about that for literally one minute and then they'll be like oh my god i have to get my house painted and i'm so upset because so and so said that he was coming he never came they're on to the next thing please don't make that the thing that keeps you from being you especially if it's what are my parents going to say or what are these other people in my life who've been telling me that this is wrong or this isn't going to be something that's worthy of me being loved if i try this we need to let that go And the truth is, the more that you do you, the more that you allow yourself to be yourself, you're going to eventually inspire all of those people to give themselves permission. Because what? Like any of those people are perfect anyway? Of course, that's not true. Another reason why we never begin is because we all have imposter syndrome. And when I say we all, I mean literally A-L-L capital, like every single person has this feeling like they're not good enough, or maybe they're not the one who's meant to do this because they know three other people who were better at art in art school and they should be the one selling their paintings, or they know so many people who are better speakers, so they should have the podcast or they should write the book. It's enough, it's not relevant. Remember to stay in your own lane. Remember that every person feels like they're sitting at a cool table at the lunchroom and that eventually people are going to figure out that they're not supposed to be there. We all feel that way a little bit. What happens is the more you do stuff, it builds confidence. And so by doing, you're actually going to feel more and more confident just like you do, you know. When you're learning how to kiss someone for the first time, when you're learning to drive, when you're learning to be a parent, you just through doing start to have the confidence and you start to trust yourself. And eventually that imposter syndrome, it gets less and less. I think also what happens is we expect that we're going to have a fully baked loaf of bread when we haven't even gotten all the ingredients together yet. And so what we do is we we just get so frustrated with ourselves. We're like, oh my God, I'm supposed to have already you know had this bread coming out of the oven. It's like, wait, you still haven't even gone to the store. Just hang on a second. You still need to go get the yeast. Then you need to give it like that 30 minutes to rise. So just take a deep breath. Patience is such a virtue here. Like we have to be willing to To just be patient and to do the 10,000 unsexy steps, as Mike Lewis said on his interview, he wrote a book called When to Jump. And each of those unsexy steps is going to get you the results. So you're constantly making progress, constantly you're making progress, even if it's feeling like you're not right at your destination yet, you're exactly where you need to be in order to eventually get there. Another problem is that people think they have to take this giant leap. Like, if they're going to live and do their dream job, the only way to do it is for them to quit or to completely change their life. But no, you're going to build your runway while you have this day job. And when Martha Beck was on the podcast, she said, It's great to have like eagle vision and then think about doing it in mouse steps. Like, it's both having this big vision, but then weaving it into your life as it already is right now while you have the safety net and you have the financial resources okay before we go into some of the nitty gritty the first thing that's so important is understanding your why like why are you building this business why is this important to you what impact are you looking to make because really nailing this down is so so important it's so important it's so crucial it's going to keep you going through those moments when you feel like ah oh, so frustrating because Remember, by the way, you want to anticipate that things are probably going to be frustrating because life, life is all about a learning curve, right? It's like a new level, new devil. So you have to know your why. So now we're going to talk about it. How to quit your day job. How do you do this? It's really about how to set yourself up so when you're ready to take flight, you have the wings and the engines that are going to keep you in the air. Number one, I want you to say yes. And I want you to start trying things. We're all in beta. And that's an important thing to keep reminding ourselves. So I want you to think about following your curiosity. Maybe you're not completely sure yet what you want to do, but the clarity will follow the action. So I want you to do stuff. Really, I want you to do with a capital D and a capital O. I want you to give yourself permission to make mediocre things. Did you hear what I just said? I want you to give yourself permission to make mediocre things. I want you to spend some time writing music and then write another song. I want you to open up the laptop and I want you to start working on your book. And I want you to write a page and make the messy version and write another page. I want you to be practicing with your painting and get some colors. I want you to practice making those greeting cards or doing your hand lettering and allow it to be mediocre so that you can just give yourself the space to see, do I like it? Is this really something I can just see myself enjoying? Therefore, if I enjoy it, I will put in the time and I will get better and better at it. I want you to keep working on this so you're building the prototype. I want you to stop playing it safe and start taking some risks. I want you to show up and I want you to know that this, just this alone, what we just talked about, puts you 90% ahead of every other person on the planet who just turns on Netflix when they're feeling... You know, I really have this inclination to go want to paint something or I want to work on my website, but I'm afraid it's going to be mediocre. So I'm going to bury my head in the sand and get a bowl of chocolate ice cream. So remember, while it feels like you're competing against the whole world because you're just convinced that everybody wants to do photography and everyone wants to start organizing business. Most of those people who want that are not brave enough to want what they want. They're afraid they're going to disappoint themselves. And so they don't even start. Number two, I want you to get educated a little bit as much as you can. Remember, the training never stops and it's going to inspire you and fuel you. If you look at all these other people in the world who are running companies, all these other people in the world who are athletes, who are stars in their business, whether it's the fashion business, the movie business, they're writers, they're directors, they're potters. All of these people tend to say that they have a coach, that they have somebody who they work with on their craft. They're constantly trying to learn more and to grow. But those of us who are starting out, we're like, oh, I can do this totally on my own. I can you know, generate all this energy to be a self-starter and I can give myself the feedback and I can be objective and I don't need any new and cutting edge techniques on how to grow an audience or how to grow my craft. But that's not true, right? So think about things that you can do that are going to help inspire you and get you some information. So there's a lot you can do to teach yourself without leaving your house. You can take an online course. You can join some kind of a challenge. You can read books, blogs. You can listen to a podcast that's about this thing you want to do or something like this show that just keeps you feeling energized and keeps you feeling encouraged to take that step. You could attend a workshop. You could learn about the industry. You could ask advice from someone who's already doing what you want to do and find that North Star who can model what the end goal looks like and they'll give you that belief that it is Really possible. When we had Lori Harder on the podcast, she said the most important thing, hands down, that she ever did, no matter what she was working on next, is finding a mentor. Going to Jack Canfield's three week workshop, she was like, "I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. I didn't know what I was going to do with myself while I was there. I was completely intimidated." And she's like, "But having those mentors around me, having people who see the world as if anything is possible, and being able to look at the world through their lenses," she said, "was a complete game changer." And having that model and that mentor in her life really changed things. And it's been that way for me as well so remember this isn't school and the knowledge you soak in doesn't necessarily have to be the final answer or the only solution it's just these are some extra guidelines and and it's just helpful it's helpful to start just like continue to have this conversation so you're not alone every day waking up going I guess I'm supposed to work on something. What am I supposed to work on? It's like look into stuff. I mean, Skillshare is one of our sponsors. There's lots of ways to learn different things. Just think about that. Amy Porterfield was a guest on our show. She has incredible courses. She has an incredible free podcast. Uh, Jenna Kutcher was a guest on our show. She has courses. All of these people are out there teaching you how to grow your list, how to grow your Instagram. And I vouch for both of those people, by the way. If you spend any money with Amy Porterfield or Jenna Kutcher, it's money well spent. Um, and then I want you to practice what you're learning and put it into action. Okay, let's take a quick ad break to give a shout out to our sponsor. Support for Don't Keep Your Day Job comes from Grammarly, the communication tool that helps improve your writing for every occasion. Guys, my grammar has always been atrocious and I always know what I want to say, but saying it in the most like perfect grammatical way has never been a thing. And I remember when I had Mignon Fogarty on and she has that podcast Grammar Girl, I was like stunned every time I would listen to her. I was like, oh my God, I don't even realize how many mistakes I'm making all the time. And so now that I want to be professional and I want to make sure to say things and not look like I don't know what I'm doing, it's great to just have this to double check everything. So basically, it'll underline any of my mistakes in red so that I can go back and see the grammatically correct version. Grammarly helps you write more confidently for work, school, and even on the go. They'll have a free version to get you started, and it's available across platforms including online, desktop, and mobile. Their premium version allows users to track their writing skills and progress over time. In addition to spelling and grammar, Grammarly Premium helps with advanced punctuation, structure, style within context, vocabulary suggestions, conciseness, and readability for different occasions. 76% of surveyed premium users now find writing even more enjoyable. Go to Grammarly.com slash dream job to get 20% off Grammarly premium today. That's Grammarly.com slash dream job. Okay. Now this is the meat and potatoes of this entire conversation. The third step is doing the work, validating it, adjusting it, and rinse and repeat. So what does this mean? It means once you have your prototype, Now you need to garner some results. You want to take it to the marketplace. You want to validate your idea. So let's say you have this idea for cupcakes. Let's say you have this idea for t-shirts. Let's say you have this idea for a course. I want you to reach out to the people you think would be supporting that, would be buying from you, would be coming to take that course or buy those cupcakes or buy those t-shirts. And I want you to see if you can validate this idea, if they like it, what they're feeling about it. I want you to ask them these questions. What do you like about it? What would you like to see different about it? This is what every single solitary successful business has done since the beginning of time, they create focus groups. They want to know intimately who they are serving and they want to understand how can they serve them the best that they can. So why would you be any different? And so what a lot of people do is they have this idea and they're like, guns ablaze, and They're just going for it. They're going to start this course. They're going to make that product. And then they, they spent all this money to have these things done and made or they put things into the marketplace and they're like, nobody came, nobody bought it. I put up the website. Nobody was interested. I started my blog. No one's reading it. It's like, we want to really know who are you making this for and how can you go to them and how can you ask them so there's lots of incredible helpful ways to do this thanks to the internet you can do this pretty much for free you can put your idea or creation out there and you can get feedback you can ask people inside of a facebook group you can either start your own facebook group or you can go to other facebook groups where there's like-minded people there's so many facebook groups for all different kinds of interests scrapbookers have their own facebook groups vegan chefs have their own facebook groups bloggers have their own facebook groups people who like pottery have their own Facebook groups so you can either start your own Facebook group which I highly recommend or you can go into other groups and just ask those people do you like this I'd love to get your feedback is this something that you guys like what can I do to make this better you're just asking for feedback at this point you can incentivize people to give their feedback or spread the word by offering them either a free sample or doing some kind of giveaway And this can be anything like if you have a product, obviously you can offer to give them some of that like jewelry for free. But if you're in a service business or a teaching business, you can offer to give them information for free for their feedback or you can offer to give them some kind of a professional organizing session for free. Whatever it is, we can we can think of ways to incentivize people to give us their feedback because it's absolutely crucial. If you want to make the very best party for your best friend. You want to know intimately like what her favorite colors are, what her favorite ice cream flavor is, and then you're going to hit it out of the park as opposed to just making something and not knowing who it's for. So we want to be really clear, like, who are you making this for? And I would spend some time writing it down, like, who is my ideal customer And really, what is the thing about this product or this service or this course that's going to help this person, that's going to help this person to be either inspired or educated or be the thing that helps them get through their day in any way, shape or form. So if you were creating a course and you were going to teach somebody something, let's say you're going to talk to people about design, you would. Teach something very different. If this was people who never knew anything about design, who were 10 years old, or if you're going to teach this to a classroom of people in their 50s who already have their own design shops and they just want like some continuing ed. So it's very important to create something for who is on the receiving end of it. So it's important for you to write down like, who's my ideal customer and then get as close to those people as possible. Invite your five friends over who you think the thing you're making would be an interest to and have them sample it or taste it. Take people to lunch and you could walk into local stores. Let's say you're going to be selling uh, jewelry and you want to walk into a local boutique and say, what do you think of this? And is this something that you guys would sell? And is this something that you guys are looking for? How could I improve it? Think about who already has sort of the end to your target customer, your target buyer Maybe it's if you want to be teaching yoga to moms, maybe you walk into your kid's school and ask if you can do a free class for the parents and then you offer that to them and then ask them, is this something they need or what else would they maybe need? Maybe in addition, they tell you they want some sort of like digital download of like some morning like meditation. You just start to get to know your audience and it's going to help you do this building. And so that's why having a day job right now is so cool because if you were to quit your day job, right? If you were to just like all of a sudden you have all this free time, all these other steps still have to get done. And then you're going to start feeling like, "Oh my God, what did I do? All I'm basically getting right now is like feedback on my idea. I'm not even sure if it's great yet. And now you are freaking out and the savings is starting to dwindle and then you might be setting yourself up to fail. So having a day job while you're getting these steps done, it's also fun because you're you're going to work and you're saying, I really want to be doing this other thing. So I'm going to give myself one of these tasks to do each week and that's going to kind of fuel me through the week and it's going to excite me. And then when I hear back from that person who was in my focus group or when I actually go ahead and post thing on Facebook and I get a response, it's going to be like carrying me through my day job and making me feel like I'm closer and closer to being at the point where I can actually leave. So collecting the data, it takes time. So that's why you're doing this while you have a day job. And when you get the feedback, I want you to assess. I want you to have the humility to remember that ultimately, if you are going to be successful, it's because you're serving, because you're adding value. So instead of being like, so bummed because you had this idea to make candles and the thing that everybody loved were the little tags and hand-lettered messages you put inside your candle and that's the thing they want more of, I would be flexible and say, I want to do whatever people are appreciating about my work and I'm going to allow myself to make some adjustments based on what people say. Align your vision so you can give people what they want most from you. Start outreach you know, contact the blogs who might eventually post about your product or your service or your podcast. And I want you to reach out to those people, reach out to the coffee shops that might eventually want to sell your muffins and ask them what they've been looking for, what they need, what's not going to work so that you can supply the kind of muffins that that coffee shop might want to have. I would also be really clear about your story so that when you're reaching out to people, you are personable and you are separating yourself from just a bunch of people who sell this thing. Because ultimately, if you can get good coffee from three people, the reason you'd go into one coffee shop over the other three is because of how you feel, because of the connection, because of the humanity. So Tell your why, tell your story, be personable, and start doing some outreach and building some relationships. And that's actually going to help a lot. Even if they're not looking at the moment for what you have to offer, it's not a lost cause because you can get their feedback and you can start building that relationship. Remember to always be generous and always be giving. So let's say you walk into a coffee shop and you're like, I'd love to sell some cupcakes. Is this something that I can supply you guys with? And they say, no, we don't need cupcakes. We already have cupcakes. Maybe instead of saying, okay, and walking away, you say, well, what do you need? And maybe they say, oh, we could use some kind of granola. And maybe you say, oh, I can make granola. Or if that feels like it's out of the scope of what you can make, maybe you turn around and say, you know, I have a friend who makes granola. Let me call him right now and see if I could put you guys in touch. And maybe what happens is the person then is so touched by that that they say, That's super nice of you. You know, I have a friend who owns a coffee shop up the street and he might be able to use your cupcakes. Think about ways that you can serve no matter what. Don't walk away and just say to yourself, oh, I guess that was a dead end. Like always see how you can serve this person and solve a problem and it might just circle back and help. And if even if it doesn't, it just adds so much goodwill and it's just fun and it makes it feel better that you're walking in there knowing eventually you're going to figure out some way to try to give to this person then it doesn't feel like selling. It just feels like connecting. Okay, so I said at the beginning of this episode that at the crux of all of this is really figuring out what you wanna do, who you're doing it for, really creating a tribe. And then once you have that engaged tribe, then you wanna go ahead and offer them your service, your product, whatever it is. So we need to spend the most amount of time building an audience and giving to that audience and showing up. So one thing to think about is being vulnerable, being authentic. Don't be afraid to share your story. It's so helpful that you can have a tribe on Instagram. You can have a Facebook group. And I would highly recommend doing that. If you want, you can go back and listen to the episode we did with Jill Stanton on how to create a really successful Facebook group. But what I love about Facebook groups is it gives you the ability to have a two-way conversation. It's not just you posting. It's you asking a question and then listening and creating a forum for people to speak to each other. So whatever your thing is about, how can you parlay that into adding more value and doing things that get your audience interested and excited? So think about what you can give, right? Remember, always be giving, always be giving. We're going to keep saying that. What else can you give? So let's say i was just talking to a friend of mine she runs a school she's like i want to get more people interested in the school because it just started right it's a newer school in town it's a private school i said well one thing you can do to differentiate yourself from every other school is you should go onto facebook she's like what she didn't know what i was talking about i'm like well what if you created a Facebook page for the school? And she's like, oh, we have one. I'm like, great. So what if you start showing up there like once a week and you you say, you know, to to people who are interested in education, to people who are parents, to people who are teachers, here's five things that you did this week in the classroom that you think is helpful when you're doing learning in small groups, or here are some cool ways to teach about the solar system, or here's your favorite thing about teaching is that it's all about helping kids feel, you know, that they're enough. Or whatever magical thing happened that week, like start to create conversation. And then people might share that they might find it valuable. Maybe you can create a cheat sheet, I told her of like, the five things that you think make, you know, education best, or what's so helpful when teaching second graders math, like anything that you think you know, that you've gotten results with that you can teach to somebody else, start to put it out there. So with my stuff, I started out songwriting. Then I started a songwriting agency. Then I started teaching courses to songwriters. And I started getting people interested in those courses by creating a whole world around myself through giving value. So I would have a Facebook page for songwriters. I would put up like these cheat sheets to help songwriters figure out like, here's the 10 things you need to know to get your songs into an ad. Here's the 10 things you need to know to break through the noise when you're sending a cold email to somebody at you know, a TV show who's choosing music. You know, Here's what you need to know for X, Y, and Z. So I started giving value and the more you give, you create a community. And then I would ask people if they had any questions and I would show up and do a Facebook live. You can be doing this for anything. I have a friend who started recently teaching people how to do vegan cooking. And I said, start a challenge. Like for anybody who's interested in in doing vegan stuff, um, her name is Jenny Goldfarb. She has a page called Count Your Colors. I said, do a challenge where you wanna start helping people who are interested in sticking their toe in the water and being more vegan. Like challenges are super, super helpful. They engage your community is there anything you feel you can do challenge wise? Like, let's say you want to open your own yoga studio like are there any sort of mindfulness tips or yoga stretches or things that you can sort of bring your community together on and say like I'm just going to provide a challenge it's going to be a seven-day challenge and I'm going to show up on Facebook and you're going to give me your email address and every day I'm going to both show up both in the Facebook group and send you an email with a little bit of something to work on that day I have a friend who created a page where she's helping moms do some self-care and she just had a baby and she's working and she's trying to balance it and she's creating a community like of moms who want to figure out how to juggle being a mom, having a business, and taking care of themselves. So she created a challenge. Ultimately, you want to have an email list. An email list is gold. Also, make a website. Have an opt-in that pops up on on your website so people can opt into your email list. Really important. And think about what you can give them in order for them to give you that email address. So by giving people something, they'll give you their email address in exchange. You can offer them product, free product, you can offer them a consultation. But ultimately, I think if you can engage people, make space for people, the thing that people want more than anything is to feel seen, is to feel heard, is to feel like you get them. So any kind of thing you can do to create a space for people is really cool. I'll give you one more example. There's a woman, Nikki Gross-Klein, where I used to live in Boca. I saw she did this. She's a realtor and she's so smart because she cares, right? And so it's not just smart and tactical. It's also you can feel like it's true. But what she did to distinguish herself from all these other realtors, she created a huge Facebook group for moms in the town where she lives. And she does these things where she spotlights local people. This one has a, you know, hair salon. This one has after school classes for kids. She spotlights different people. She also goes on and gives people tips on like what they should do to get their house ready to be sold. She gives people any kind of education. She takes people behind the scenes when she's doing an open house and shows them like, hey, here I am walking into the open house. It's always a good idea to put cookies in the oven, or it's always a good idea to have this music playing. Or she starts to give people whatever education, Whatever value she can add. And then also she's just creating a community of moms, helping moms to network, helping moms to meet one another, doing these meetups. She started this networking group as an extension of her Facebook group where she has all these moms in her town of Boca Raton meet up like the last Thursday of every month. And it's like a wine and cheese night. And they always have a few different speakers who are like local mompreneurs in the neighborhood. And what does it do? It makes everybody think, oh, when I need a realtor, I refer them to Nikki. Oh, I need a realtor. I'm going to call Nikki. Oh, I have a question about real estate. I'm going to call Nikki. Why? Because she's providing value for her target market and she's associating herself with helping all these people and she's created this huge Facebook group super, super smart. Whatever it is that you have to offer, ultimately, you're going to need an audience to offer it to. So while you have your day job, you can be thinking about all the different ways that you can create community, you can create a tribe, so that once you're ready and you're validating your product, you already have a whole network of people who you can let know, hey, I have this jewelry. Hey, I'm selling these candles. I'm doing hand lettering. I'm having a scrapbook course. Now there's a whole community of people who already know you, connect with you, and some of those people will be perfect and they'll take you up on your offer. So we've got to be utilizing the tools that we have. And I don't want you to think to yourself, oh, social media, it's so gross. I can see why some people think that because certain aspects of it are not great, but everybody's on it. So how can we possibly think it's gross? There's so many incredibly beautiful, special souls. I think the thing is to remember, most people are scrolling because they're looking for what's real. And so you don't have to be part of this group that's like always curating these like sort of fake posts why don't you tell the truth? And then you're going to stand out. I'm often posting on Instagram and telling people just what's really going on. Like recently I posted a photo of me and my kids and my husband. And instead of saying, I'm so grateful, my life is amazing. I said, it takes work. You know, this is patience. This is fertility treatments. This is reading parenting books. This is learning to communicate. This is being vulnerable. This is sleepless nights. This is laundry. This is totally getting out of my comfort zone. And I posted on and on and on what this picture really represents. And people wrote, oh my God, I'm so glad you said that. It's so true. It's like, I don't want to be part of the problem where people are posting, hi, so I had the perfect salad. My husband and I have sex every night. We're great. We're perfect. It's like, that's not true. So what's really cool in terms of creating your tribe is that ultimately, you're selling yourself. Ultimately, you're connecting to other people's souls. Words from the heart do go to the heart. Believe me, like I don't think we'd have a top 10 podcast if that wasn't true. And that's what's so cool is that no one else is you. So being you is your superpower. So that's what gives you the edge. That's what makes you different from everyone else is that you're you. So don't forget to put your you-ness out there. So whatever it is you're going through, while you're going online and, and, and offering content or showing up and, and doing a free trial of for people to taste your cupcakes, you know, you can just weave in something that's real about your life and people will be just so touched that you got up there to give your little, you know, let's say you're doing a presentation at the local school because you want the moms to be able to to take a look at the candles you're making and you want to see what they think and get their feedback. You know, you can start with, hey, you know, I was a mom and I was just feeling like I was losing myself and I love candle making. And so I decided to try to do this and it helped me overcome postpartum depression or whatever your story is, whatever is personal is universal. So part of building a tribe is connecting just like you would make a best friend, just like you'd go to summer camp and come home with people who you're going to know your whole life. How does that happen? It ultimately happens from you letting your guard down. And part of that means we have to stop having shame. And stop feeling like, well, who am I to do something? I'm not perfect. I don't have it all together, but nobody has it all together. We're all messy. Like screwing up, that's not your rare special talent. Everybody screws up. So please forgive yourself and know that it doesn't help you to to carry that around and trust that by you actually putting out there what really is true and showing some of your scars and being vulnerable you're going to stand out. People are going to be like rallying around you because it's so rare and every single person is truly living with so much. And so when you go ahead and talk about what's true, they feel less ashamed about what, what's actually going on in their own life. And you're a hero all of a sudden just for telling the truth. So how cool is that, that you can start a community thinking you're ultimately trying to sell your course or trying to you know invite people to look at your apparel that you're making when really You have now an opportunity to connect with other people, to make them feel like they're enough, to give them permission not to be perfect, because you can use your platform to do all of that, to be your unapologetic full self, and that's going to ultimately do wonders for the world. Step four is believe that it's real before it becomes real. It is so important that while you go through this process that you actually believe that everything is possible because it really is. When Jessica Huey was on our show, she said, just consider the possibility that the biggest obstacle between where you are now and where you want to be is your opinion of how possible that is. So that is something I really want you to just like take in. And if you're having a hard time, like really getting that, then go read Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass. She was on our show. Go listen to that episode. She's amazing. And we really have to take responsibility for what we believe is possible because ultimately that's what's going to drive the action that you take, right? The more certain you are that something is possible, the more you're actually going to go ahead and do it. The more futile you think it is, you're probably going to spend a lot less time and do it sort of like with one foot out the door. So as you're taking the steps, you need to keep this in mind, how doable this is, how possible this is. And if you keep tuning into this show, I'll definitely remind you of that. When Mike Lewis was on the show, he said he spent time visualizing himself as a squash player you know, he lived and breathed as a squash player before he even quit his day job. He did the same thing when he had the idea of starting his whole when to jump platform. He was working, not enjoying his life. He decided he was going to start this community called when to jump all about people who left their day jobs to go do their dream jobs. And he was at this dinner sitting next to this woman. She said, what do you do? And instead of telling her about his day job, he said, Oh, I have a community of people. It's called when to jump. And it's all about how people quit their jobs and you're doing their life's work. She's like, that's amazing. My name is Ariana Huffington. Here's my card. I want you to come to my office and speak to everybody at Huffington Post, which he then did, which then got written up, which then changed his life. But he committed in that moment. He told her what he was doing. He believed how much it was possible, not knowing who she was. But that kind of attitude is going to start to open big, big, big doors. So before we get to these last points, we're going to take a quick ad break. This episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job is brought to you by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. Casper's mattresses are designed by humans for humans. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Casper's breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. Casper's mattresses are made in the USA. Buying the Casper is easy. You can order online. It's delivered right to your door in this compact box. And it's free shipping and free returns to the U.S. and Canada. Plus, Casper offers a risk-free 100-day trial. Considering that we spend one-third of our lives on a mattress, it's super important to truly sleep on a mattress before committing. That's why Casper gives you 100 nights to try it out. I thought it was super cool. Came right to the door in this box, really easy, open everything up and I personally think that we've slept better and I bought another one for downstairs and my guests seem to love it. You can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com/dreamjob and using promo code dreamjob at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com/dreamjob and using promo code dreamjob at checkout. Number five is starting the side hustle. So, we've been talking about it a little bit, but we've been talking about it from the perspective of validating ideas, growing your audience, really making connections. But then it's time to actually start to make dollar one. So, you're honing your craft, you have a good sense now. This is what I think people want. I've done some research, I've gotten some data. I got their feedback. So now I want you to think, keep thinking. You're providing for your audience. You're building that engaged audience. You're asking them what else they want. You're helping them solve problems. And now you're you're trying to see, are they going to pay you for this? And you're going to turn this into a side hustle. Chris Gillibo has hundreds and hundreds of stories about people who are making an incredible living on the side of their day job there is room for everyone. I want you guys to tune in to Chris Guillebeau's show. He's amazing. I just spoke at his event a few months ago. Every single day, he does a podcast. Every single day, 365 days a year. And he has a story about a person who started a side hustle. And once it grew into something that was really significant, they left their job. So this 100% is doable. And that will give you a constant reminder that you can do this. It's also a good idea to legitimize your business, make it into an LLC, print out business cards, put up a website, social media accounts, start really legitimizing it. Sixth thing, get your money in order. You know, see your day job as a blessing because it's giving you the money right now to fund your dream. So that's great. Um, But you can set up a sustainable infrastructure. You can create a budget and see where you can save money towards your business. Maybe you'll have to cut back on buying a new pair of shoes each month so you can buy more ingredients for your cupcakes. It's not such a sacrifice because you love that cupcake business more than any shoes in the world. Hilary Hendershot was here. She said, we should probably have six to 12 months of savings at all times. So if you're in a position where the side hustle is starting to become steadier, I would think about, you know, if you're in a position where the side hustle is getting to be a steadier stream of income, ask your employer if you can go part-time possibly so you can devote more time to growing your business. When Greg Mandel was on the podcast, he said that in order for him to go ahead and build his bakery, which is called Neighbor Bakehouse, it's in San Francisco, it's one of the best bakeries, it's been written about so many times, he has like 20 employees, but he says that he knew he wanted to start his own brick and mortar bakery, but he didn't, have the, he didn't have the money to do it. So he went to a class at a local bank, and they said that in order for them to give people a small business loan, they had to see two years of profit and loss statements. So he thought to himself, okay, so what if I spent the next two years getting some kind of a cart? or selling croissants or selling my pastries somehow. So I could show a bank that for two years, you know, here's what I made. Here's what I lost. Here's what I earned. Here was my profits. Here's what I spent. Here were my expenses. Then I could actually be potentially qualified to get a loan. So he went into a few different coffee shops and he said, can I do a wholesale business with you where I can sell you guys my pastries? He asked a friend if he could borrow their kitchen. The only time his friend gave him was like from midnight to five in the morning. So that's what he did. He like would go in there in the middle of the night and use his friend's kitchen. And he set up a kiosk in San Francisco and the kiosk would like sell out of all these pastries by like 11 a.m. And they started to get written about. And then it wasn't even two years. It was like 18 months. He went to a bank and he said, here's 18 months of like every single month, how much I spent, how much I profited, all of this stuff. And they said, here's the money to open up your own bakery. So, it's really, really important to start to do this work. And that is the stuff you can be doing now. If you like to bake, if you want to start your blog, if you want to start whatever business it is that you have in mind, while you're at your day job, you could decide that Sundays you're going to go to the farmer's market and sell your muffins. You could decide to start writing your blog and getting used to that right now before you just quit your job. And now all of a sudden the pressure's on to make a living from something you're not even sure you like doing every day. Start validating things, start seeing if you can make dollar one, start increasing your side hustle. And then eventually you will turn this into a, a full time thing. Of course, you will. Number seven is take flight. You've done all this preparation, all the mixing and kneading, and now you need to let the dough rise and let it bake. When you've done all this work, now you're ready to take your loaf of bread out of the oven. And it's going to be scary, right? There is going to be that moment where you're probably ready to leave that day job and you might be a little bit scared. But we wanna embrace that because that's obviously a great sign and things don't have to be perfect and you're enough and you have to tolerate that feeling of inadequacy. And it is scary. It is scary because there's gonna be so many you know, moments where you're, you're gonna hit that wall and you're gonna feel like, how do I keep going? But you're gonna stay in it because you matter and there's something specific that you were put to give to the world and it's gonna really help you because ultimately the thing that every single person is searching for It's purpose. So you waking up, being happy, you know, making someone cookies, making your floral design arrangements, whatever it is that you're doing, it's going to give you that feeling of, oh, I get to take this thing I love and hand it to somebody else and put a smile on their face. And it's going to keep you going. And you're probably then going to turn around and inspire all these people around you that they have the permission to think bigger, to dream bigger, and to go ahead and make things happen. Okay, guys, I hope this was really helpful. I hope this gives you some guidance and some fuel so you can start your business while you're in your day job and just start taking those steps. Okay, so here are some of the takeaways. Number one, remember that this is all possible. Number two, you do you. Let go of what you think other people are going to say about you. Allow yourself to be yourself. Number three, know your why. Why are you creating this business? What impact are you going to make? Number four, stop playing it safe. Say yes, make mistakes, start now. Number five, create your own education. Find a mentor, read books, just soak up knowledge in whatever way you can. Number six, do the work, validate, adjust, and rinse and repeat. Number seven, know your ideal customer. Write down who they are and how you can help them. Number eight, share your story. Put your you out there because being you is your superpower. Number nine, believe it's real before it's real. Number 10, make dollar one. Start your side hustle. Number 11, embrace the fear. Stay in it and take flight. Okay. So usually we do a listener win before we end the episode, but you guys have been making such amazing progress that I thought that that segment just wasn't going to cut it. So starting this week, we're going to try something new we're going to have a mini episode on Thursdays. It's just dedicated to some pep talk, your wins, your questions, and it's going to be all about you guys. And hopefully I can be there to give you just extra support. So if you have something you want us to share in that mini episode, let me know on Instagram. I'm at kathy.heller. You can DM me because I read all my messages. You can send me a question. You can send me something about your business. That's awesome. And maybe I'll give you a shout out, which is just helpful. Probably it's great exposure, or you can post it in our Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. And over there, you can also see what other cool things this community has been doing. It's gonna be a super fun way to celebrate your delicious wins, so make sure you tune in on Thursday. Okay, let me just tell you guys something. When I think back, I have been discouraged with everything I pursued. People told me I didn't have what it takes when it came to the music business, when it came to podcasting or writing a book. There's always been somebody there to discourage me. In fact, I once had somebody in my family take me to lunch and sit me down and make me promise them that I would give up on all of these unrealistic dreams and go ahead and get a quote unquote real job. I remember the night before I moved out to Los Angeles, my mom was so upset. She said, this doesn't happen to people like us. It just doesn't happen. And she walked out and she slammed the door and I was like, oh my God, she's so threatened that I'm gonna go and attempt to make this happen for myself. There always are gonna be those people. And there's also those people who like to tell me, you can't be a great mom and have a dream job. Didn't you know that? Every time I've taken a step, there's always somebody there to tell me it's not possible or I couldn't cut it. And it still happens. There's always gonna be haters or jealous people or scared people or unsolicited advice or rude comments or people who just wanna make you feel less than because they're so threatened. And when this happens, here's what you do. You prove them wrong. I find that in a sense, this negativity becomes like a challenge and it fuels me. It makes me fight harder. Like those resistance machines at the gym, they're just building muscle. The saddest part is that we don't really need others to stand in our way because we do it to ourselves all the time. There's always this battle inside of us between those two voices, the one that says, "You can't do this. You're not enough." And the other voice that knows that you're so much more capable than anything that you give yourself credit for and that you have this this sense that there is this unlimited potential and you know you're extraordinary and you know you were put here for a reason. So, I'm here to tell you week after week, keep going. And there's nothing as sweet as how it's going to feel when all of this starts to work out and you can show the world that they just didn't have you pegged. And you can do this. You are not crazy. It's not crazy. It's smart. The craziest thing is sitting it out. The craziest thing is spending your life in this comfort zone and then looking back and saying, why didn't I do those things that were so clearly the things I really wanted to do? You are so enough and you totally got this. I honestly wake up and go to sleep thinking about you guys i wake up and all day long i'm thinking about what else can i say what else can i do to help you know you are enough to remind you of how important you are. God does not make extras. The day you were born was the day God realized this world could not exist without you. And all day I'm asking myself, like, what can I do to help you see this, to help you see your worth, to help you see what's possible? So I'm writing this book and I'm working on this podcast and I'm constantly trying to figure out what else I can say and do to help you take more action, to help you be okay with being messy, to help you be okay with exploring and not having the answers, but having the courage to make something mediocre, because that's going to lead you to exactly where you're meant to be. I'm so glad that we're on this journey together. And I'm not going to stop until every single one of you is painting or baking or scrapbooking or songwriting or whatever else is in your heart that you want to be creating. You have something so unique to add to this world. And together, we're going to pour out more of this magic, more colors, and we're going to weave this incredible tapestry together. So I need your help, you guys. I started this podcast and I had all these people saying like, "Oh, that's nice you want to start a podcast. You know, everyone's doing a podcast now. Like, it's hard to get even 3 listeners." And somehow because of you guys, because of you, um we've shown up and Apple has been amazing and they featured the show and then you guys kept showing up and you were there and I need your help. I want you to help me prove everybody wrong. And I want you to help me get this message out to more and more souls. I want us to help encourage as many people as possible, as many people as we can get to hear the show, to remind them that they matter, that there's nothing insignificant about what they want to do and that they can do this work and that they should be busy doing their work, whether it's painting or pottery or making t-shirts or whatever it is that they want to do. So please take a second and leave us a review on iTunes. I know it sounds like why does it matter? It completely matters. Talk about having significance. Like Every one of you that leaves a review helps us climb the iTunes charts. And this past week, we were number two. And it's so easy for us to quickly become number one. And as that starts to happen, we are just so much more visible and so many more people will find the show that never even would have stumbled upon it. So please, please leave us a review and please share the show with a friend. If you feel like it's inspiring, it means the world to me. And thank you so much for helping me have this place. It is such an honor to be in your life. And you have no idea how much I love you and how much you lift me up like a million balloons. You guys are the absolute best. And I don't take it for granted for one second. And I will not let you down. I will keep showing up. And I won't rest until every one of you is doing your thing. If you guys love this episode, please share it with a friend. I'm going to leave you with a song of mine. I love you. And I'll talk to you in a few days. If you want to connect with me, come on over. Find me at Instagram at Kathy.heller. You can DM me. You can ask me a question. I respond to every single one of my DMs. But some of those questions I will use and respond to on the show. We'll be doing a second episode every week where now I will respond to your questions. So please find me on Instagram, send me a question. And also if you have something that's been going on, that's exciting in your business, go ahead and reach out to me there. Let me know about it and I can feature you and I can talk about you on the show. I hope you guys have an amazing day. You're amazing. And all of this is possible. You're going to look back a year from now and you're going to be so happy that you dove in and you got uncomfortable and you got messy and you're going to be so amazed at what you're going to create. I'll talk to you later. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit authenticshows.com. Everybody's got a little
1: song.